welcome back to the Meaningful Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Denise, where we engage in meaningful conversation that stimulates the mind. You know it has been said that it's during some of the hardest points in our life that we discover how strong we truly are and discover who we are as individual as well. As the war between Ukraine and Russia has continued, we see the love of mankind, how supported we are of each other here in the United States and around the world. And it shows that all is not lost and we can get through anything together once we are united and we are just with each other. No matter what our beliefs are or what race we belong to, our culture, we are all a part of the human race. We all feel when whenever someone else is hurting, we all can see in just wherever it is throughout the world. And I love the way that I saw that so many countries aligned together to take care of a country that is so vulnerable at this time. Um, we've been continuing to be hit with financial crisis one after another. But I think one thing the world is all united in is that we need to protect those that cannot protect themselves. As I watch the coverage as Ukraine being attacked like everyone else, I think so far what stood out to me the most, what was most crushing to me, I must say, is when Russia bombed the children's hospital. Um, It was something to me that I couldn't even wrap my head around, even though I know throughout war, um, the children are often target. But to me, it's just so sad because they're the most precious part of our society. Not only that, they are our future. They're the one that takes the baton and carry it on to a next generation so that that generation can hand it on to another generation and most likely for us to be better. And we have to teach them how to move forward and be progressive in their thoughts. And to see that some of those lives were taken away and God knows what they could have become, you know, great scientists, great doctors, great lawyers, great philosophers, you know, um, great communicators. Um, that was very crushing to my spirit and my soul because, you know, um, I don't even think in a, in a mindset, I couldn't bring myself to have a mindset where I know that innocent children could be at one place and I would bomb it, you know, um, I've never been a victim of war or, you know, right in my face. Um, I've seen it so many times broadcast on television like so many others around the world. But I also know there's so many others around the world that have seen it face to face, have come so close to it. And I can't even imagine the trauma that they must feel um, from going through something that devastating. You know, um, from a mother losing their child in such a horrible way, a father, you know... Uh, children losing their parents and I think this is more time than ever before to spread love for us to persevere through this difficult time and hope that you know there's some kind of agreement that comes that you know these innocent victims can be protected and um we could preserve the future you know because we need these um young children to carry on my hope is that for the Ukrainian people especially that the war ends soon and there will be um agreement that will last a lifetime um so they don't have to fall back into the, the same space where they're 
culminate as being an attack and want to be governed by somebody else that they don't wish it to be governed by um because that is pretty scary you know i think they fought long and hard um for their independence um and everyone that wishes to be free of something should get the chance to be free of that um you know being able to persevere through hard time is being able to embrace and accept the unpredictability of life you know to find joy with in every step that you take when you can and don't be don't let the past rule your present you know um but then i start to think and i'm saying to myself well what about those that are in the midst of the war and that is not even something that can it's not even a possibility that can come in your mind you know to think of any joy or any future because you're in the middle of someone bombing you you know you're trying to hide for cover i see these people they're hiding in subways and on the grounds and they're trying to cross neighboring borders of country that's next to them to be free and where's their hope you know how do they grasp hope or going themselves and saying oh my god what can i do to to motivate myself to move forward you know what i mean and the truth and the fact is that they really can't in that moment all they have is that moment you know because they are surely not guaranteed another second living in a war zone, trying to escape a war zone, you know. Um, and what I say that we can do as citizens of the world is to, to pray for them, to find healing, you know, to pray that they find healing within themselves, you know, that somehow along the way, our energy of wishing them nothing but peace and for the war to come to an end to get their life back to some kind of normality transcend into them you know and the atmosphere around and so that finally those who are doing the bombing or affecting all these people will finally see that we do not want to live in a world where people have to run from bombs and nuclear weapons. We don't want to live in a world and our children's hospitals are being bombed. You know, um, their schools are being bombed. Children cannot even afford the luxury of walking to school in peace or sitting in a classroom because they will not come home, you know, because their classroom is being taken over into a war zone. Um, so that is what um, kind of role that we could keep on hoping for and wishing for and to put that wish and hope into action is really and truly is for us for us to speak up and um voice our opinion and let it be known how wrong we think it is reach out to those that have some kind of power to bring this to a halt um so that these innocent victims could live a decent life to go back to nobody normalcy sh should be war right because there's no life within war and like I've always saying, like, well, life is the greatest gift that any one of us have been given. And to know that from the day that you were born and your parents before you, from they were born, all you ever see was war and chaos. All you ever felt was fear in your heart, moment by moment, you know. Um, never had, like, a good year or two that you're you weren't physically threatened like we all know that tomorrow is not promised but to these people that live in a country where one always wanted to take it over and use weapons against them to do so it's even more 
putting in your face that you know really and truly your tomorrow is so limited and it's not limited by mother nature and just the evolving of like you know we all must go one day is that other human beings are gonna take your life you know and that's the harsh reality of people that live in the country of Ukraine and so many other countries around the world and in the Middle East right um that their reality or their quality of life is stifled out by other human beings we should never be allowed no one should ever have that kind of power and you know we are so blessed in the states to to be able to be for the most part safe wherever we go you know and um there's so many people around the world that is not safe and again you know um we are all feeling the crunch here and around the world. Um, seeing these people suffering and running for their life and trying to get help and pleading to the world to come and help them. And like I said, I'm so proud of all the countries around the world that has united together despite of how it might affect us or their countries as well to know that this is unjust this is unfair and innocent people are dying each day for an unnecessary and uncalled for war and um you know we we must um protect those that cannot protect themselves you know in these times of difficulties and uncertainties i always remember um one of martin luther king jr um speech about what is your life blueprint and in that message that he gave he said one of life blueprint must be to love and most of all justice and i think that's what we need you know to not to agree or learn to agree on everything but to live peacefully and know that we can all have different point of view and live in harmony at the same time we don't have to always resort to violence in order for someone to demonstrate what we believe in or to make someone um believe in what we see fit because everyone opinion counts and there's space in this world for every one of us to live peacefully with each other and in harmony just want you guys to listen to this message and remember that in life we all have to love each other and be just towards each other what is in your life's blueprint this is the most important and crucial period of your lives for what you do now and what you decide now at this age may well determine which way your life shall go and whenever a building is constructed you usually have an architect who draws a blueprint and that blueprint serves as the pattern as the guide as the model for those who are to build the building and a building is not well erected without a good sound and solid blueprint now each of you is in the process of building the structure of your lives and the question is whether you have a proper a solid and a sound blueprint and i want to suggest some of the things that should be in your life's blueprint number one in your life's blueprint should be a deep belief in your own dignity your own worth and your own somebodyness don't allow anybody to make you feel that you are nobody always feel that you count 
Always feel that you have worth and always feel that your life has ultimate significance. Now that means that you should not be ashamed of your color. You know, it's very unfortunate that in so many instances, our society has placed a stick on the Negro's color. You know, there are some Negroes who are ashamed of themselves. Don't be ashamed of your color. Don't be ashamed of your biological features. Somehow you must be able to say in your own lives and really believe it, I am black but beautiful. And believe it in your and cosmetics advertised to make you lighter, neither do you need to process your hair to make it appear straight. I have good hair, and it is as good as anybody else's hair in the world, and we've got to believe that. Now, in your life's blueprint, be sure that you have that a principle of somebody. Secondly, in your life's blueprint, you must have as a basic principle the determination to achieve excellence in your various fields of endeavor. You're going to be deciding as the days and the years unfold what you will do in life, what your life's work will be. Once you discover what it will be, set out to do it, and to do it well. And I say to you, my young friends, that doors are opening to each of you. Doors of opportunity are opening to each of you that were not open to your mothers and to your fathers. And the great challenge facing you is to be ready to enter these doors as they open. Ralph Waldo Emerson, the great essayist, said in a lecture back in 1871 that if a man can write a better book or preach a better sermon or make a better mousetrap than his neighbor, even if he builds his house in the woods, the world will make a beaten path to his door. That hadn't always been true, but it will become increasingly true. So I would urge you to study hard, to burn the midnight oil. I would say to you, don't drop out of school, and I understand all of the sociological reasons why we often drop out of school, but I urge you, in spite of your economic plight, in spite of the situation that you are forced to live so often with intolerable conditions, stay in school. And when you discover what you're going to be in life, set out to do it as if God Almighty called you at this particular moment in history to do it. And just don't set out to do a good Negro job, but do a good job that anybody could do. Don't set out to be just a good Negro doctor, a good Negro lawyer, a good Negro school teacher, a good Negro preacher, a good Negro barber, a beautician, uh, a good Negro skilled laborer. For if you set out to do that, you have already flunked your matriculation exam for entrance into the University of Integration. Set out to do a good job and do that job so well that the living, the dead, or the unborn couldn't do it any better.
Found your love to be a street sweeper. Sweep streets like Michelangelo painted pictures. Sweep streets like Beethoven composed music. Sweep streets like Leontine Price sings before the Metro Metropolitan Opera. Sweep streets like Shakespeare wrote poetry. Sweep streets so well that all the hosts of heaven and earth will have to pause and say, here lived a great street sweeper who swept his job well. If you can't be a pine on the top of the hill, be a scrub in the valley. But be the best little scrub on the side of the rill. Be a bush if you can't be a tree. If you can't be a highway, just be a trail. If you can't be the sun, be a star. For it isn't by size that you win or you fail. Be the best of whatever you are. some noble examples, black men and black women, who demonstrated to us that human nature cannot be cataloged. They in their own lives have walked through long and desolate nights of oppression, and yet they've risen up and plunged against cloud-filled nights of affliction, new and blazing stars of inspiration. So from an old slave cabin of Virginia's hills, Booker T. Washington rose up be one of America's great leaders, he lit a torch in Alabama. Darkness fled in that setting. Yes, you should know this because it's in your own city. From a poverty-stricken area, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Marin Anderson rose up to be the world's greatest contralto so that a Toscanini could say that a voice like this comes only once in a century. And Sibelius of Finland could say, my roof is too low for such a voice the red hills of Gordon County, Georgia, and the arms of a mother who could neither read nor write, Roland Hayes rose up to be one of the world's great singers and carried his melodious voice into the palaces and mansions of kings and queens. From crippling circumstances, there came a George Washington Carver to carve for himself an imperishable niche in the annals of science. There was a star in the diplomatic sky, and then came Ralph Bunce, the grandson of a slave preacher. He reached up and grabbed it and allowed it to shine in his life with all of its scintillating beauty. There was a star in the athletic sky. Then came Jackie Robinson in his day and Willie Mays in his day with their powerful bats and their calm spirits. Then came Jesse Owens with his fleet and dashing feet. Then came Joe Lewis and Muhammad Ali with their educated fists. All of them came to tell us that we can be somebody and to justify the conviction of the poet fleecy locks and black complexion cannot forfeit nature's claim skin may differ but affection dwells in black and white the same if i were so tall as to reach the pole or to grasp the ocean at a span i must be measured by my soul the mind is the standard of the man finally
heartily in your life's blueprint must be a commitment to the eternal principles of beauty, love, and justice. Don't allow anybody to pull you so low as to make you hate them. Don't allow anybody to cause you to lose your self-respect to the point that you do not struggle for justice. However young you are, you have a responsibility to seek to make your nation a better nation in which to live. You have a responsibility to seek to make life better for everybody. And so you must be involved in the struggle for freedom and justice. Now in this struggle for freedom and justice, there are many constructive things that we all can do and that we all must do. And we must not give ourselves to those things which will not solve our problems. You've heard the word nonviolent and you've heard the word violent. I happen to believe in nonviolence. We've struggled with this method with young people and adults alike all over the South, and we have won some significant victories, and we've got to struggle with it all over the North because the problems are as serious in the North as they are in the South. But I believe as we struggle with these problems, we've got to struggle with them with a method that can be militant, but at the same time does not destroy life or property. And so our slogan must not be Burn, baby, burn. It must be build, baby, build. Organize, organize. Yes, our slogan must be learn, baby, learn, so that we can earn, baby, earn. commitment, I believe, that we can transform dark yesterdays of injustice into bright tomorrows of justice and humanity. Let us keep going toward the goal of selfhood, toward the realization of the dream of brotherhood, toward the realization of the dream of understanding goodwill. Let nobody stop us. I close by quoting once more the man that the young lady quoted, that magnificent black bard who has now passed on, Langston Hughes. One day he wrote a poem entitled Mother to Son. The mother didn't always have a grammar right, but she uttered words of great symbolic profundity. Well, son, I'll tell you. Life for me ain't been no crystal stat. It's had tax in it. Boards torn up, places with no carpet on the floor, bare. But all the time, I've been a-climbing on and reaching landings and turning corners and sometimes going in the dark where there ain't been no light. So, boy, don't you stop now. Don't you sit out on the steps because you find this kind of hard. But I'm still going, boy. I'm still climbing. And life for me ain't been no crystal stair. Well, life for none of us has been a crystal stair. We must keep moving. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, 
friends keep moving guys we have to keep on showering each other with love and kindness and know that we can all coexist in this world despite of our differences and we can all coexist in a place where there's peace and there's happiness and there's understanding there should be no one that thinks that they're so powerful that they could destroy a whole nation thank you guys so much for joining me once again on the meaningful talk podcast i'm looking forward to engaging with you the next time take care The Meaningful Talk podcast drop every Wednesday on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. You can connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or via our YouTube channel, Meaningful Talk.